Welcome to Let's Explore This, your weekly clown show. I'm here with my other counterparts, uh, Kevin. Hello. And Adam. Bonjour. No. And uh, let's get uh, started with this lazy counterculture, shall we? Uh, please refer to me as your uh, Sigma male brother. I'm going to refer to you as daddy from now on. <laughs> so what's up, dudes? What's up, my bros? What's going on? I'm Sam, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Well, I just went to Denver. This past weekend to go see Joe Bonamassa with my family at the Red at Red Rocks. It was pretty. It was a pretty cool show. It's pretty cool time. I was in Denver for like Friday to Tuesday. How is Denver this time of year? Hot? Yeah, it was like ninety degrees every single day, and then all that wild. They, they had like the worst air quality and in, in the in the planet this uh, <laughs> this past weekend because wildfires and whatnot. So that was kind of sucked. But otherwise, it's like a super easily walkable city. Like it's a grid pattern city. Everything's flat and it's just super walkable. And then they set up all these, uh, they like close down the streets, some of the streets for just walking traffic only. And you can, you know, go and have a drink and hang out on the patio and stuff like that. I always picture Denver as like certain sections of the city are basically hanging off the side of a mountain and then you have to climb your way to the next section. No, I guess I was wrong. It's just a small town in the valley. Yeah, pretty much. But it was a good time. I mean, I had fun. I'd like to go back sometime when it's not, you know, polluted. <laughs> That's happening I, here now, too. We we got lucky around Seattle because some Pacific air came in and was blowing all the smoke into eastern Washington. But now it's here. Yeah, like uh, blew it all our way, too. We got smogged out a couple yeah. weeks ago. BS. What's going on with you, Adam? Well, uh, I had some coffee cake that my wife made. Um, Ooh. And then she went off to work and I went for a bike ride, as I like to do. And then I lifted and then I took a sauna. And then I bought two entrees from a Thai place. And I might dig into the second one later after the podcast. Sometimes nice, sometimes dude. you got a bang bang. Was it the one in Fairbo? Mm-hmm. Nice. I've been there with Adam before. He did the two entree thing. <laughs> you always got a bang bang. <laughs> did you only lift for ninety seconds? Um, actually, this time I did for seventy seconds because it started falling out of my hands. Oh, so oh, were, still- do you just go to the gym for seventy seconds and then leave? <laughs> no, this is in. Uh, it's it's in the basement at my folks' place. I just have a hex oh, okay. bar, but I did finally get signed up at a gym, and I went last night and. I'm very sore because I haven't lifted and well, I haven't gone to a gym and used other muscles really in 17 months. So sorry to be pandantic about it, but if if you let me, I just, I, w- I would just not stop talking, but because well, you love the gym. I do, but it can be, yeah, I've, I, I've seen so many people's eyes glaze over that I just stop. It really is annoying to my wife. She's like, I like to see you passionate about something. <laughs> passionate about being but she's, swole. Yeah, she's yeah, she's passionate about sugar and and spices and that sort of thing. Nice. Yeah. Hence, coffee cake uh, and her maiden voyage of seven layer bars, which I think I ate one square of because th- she said she messed up somehow. I don't know. I ain't no baker. I don't know that stuff. Does it taste good? If it tastes good, I'm eating it. That's all I it care about. It probably would have been good with some ice cream. Two scoops. Ooh, <laughs> two, two scoops. scoops. Oh, fat. speaking of ice cream, I bought some Tillamook ice cream. Are you familiar with Tillamook? Yeah, it's salmon flavored, mm. right? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a creamery from Oregon. Oh, 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 cool. I haven't eaten it yet, but I'm excited. I, I, I ventured away from the Ben & Jerry's to try the Tillamook. And I honestly can't remember what flavor I got, but... I'll I'll be I'll be updating you guys. All of our Palestinian listeners have got tears in their eyes that you're standing away yeah. from Ben and Jerry's. Well, all I know is Ben Shapiro is not going to buy Ben and Jerry's anymore. So, wah, wah, wah. we we can all welcome that. They should make a Ben Shapiro flavor. <laughs> they really should. Yeah, it's just it's just vanilla. You know what? They should take Stephen Colbert off American Dream and throw Ben Shapiro on there because Stephen Colbert doesn't even do the Colbert Report anymore. I, I really think that a Ben Shapiro ice cream would literally just be vanilla and they could just say it's Ben Shapiro. It's just, it's so basic, so bland. <laughs> if they made an Abby Shapiro ice cream, it'd probably be vanilla and walnuts, maybe. This is the most boring ice cream ever. 
that you don't want. <laughs> and it gives you it just gives you instant brain freeze. Yeah. It's just that's what I would picture like a Ben Shapiro ice cream. Freezer burn, Ben and Jerry's Freezer burn by Ben and Jerry's. It's just like it's not even this like it's not that good. I don't know why I'm indulging in it. And now I have a fucking brain freeze. It's just like I'm watching his fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like tapioca ice cream, something for old people. But anyway, how have you been, Sam? I've been working a bunch of overtime lately. Nice. Yeah, I suppose. I get some extra cash. Um, Everything's, I have really nothing to report. We took last week off, and I did nothing with that time. I mean, it's just an hour. (laughs) Did you listen to a live podcast? (laughs) Only ours. Uh it's uh, it's only an hour, but sometimes three hours. Let's be honest here. That's true. <laughs> it's not Depends just... if Adam's microphone works that day or not. <laughs> yeah. It's usually just sitting down here and it's kind of bullshitting for a while before we get into it anyways. <laughs> Actually, tonight we're on a roll. Maybe we should just dive right into the issues. Yeah. Um, I'm down. All right. Well, you want to talk about Andrew Cuomo first? <sighs> get your hands away from my belly. <laughs> oh, I'm Italian. Whoa. Hey, whoa, 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 just hey, giving hey, it a little pat. Yeah. But you had a piece of gabagool behind your ear. <laughs> just a little smooch, you know. It's okay. You got a little pepperoni on your face. What does ciao bella mean? I don't know. Does it mean like goodbye love or something? A beautiful goodbye, that's what maybe. He, I don't In one of his things, he's like, yes, I said ciao bella sometimes. Sometimes I call people darling or sweetheart. And it's or like, goodbye, beautiful. all right, Cuomo. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it means. How creepy do you think he actually got? Pretty creepy. I mean, it sounds like uh, he was pretty forceful with at least one of the allegations. It it sounded like he was pretty uh, forceful and unwelcome kind of touching. Yeah. But yeah, did you see that slideshow he put on when he was still trying to like hang on to his power? About how like like all the like hugs and kisses he was giving people? Yeah. He just had a slideshow. He's like, I hug rich people i hug poor people i hug powerful people i hug lgbtq people <laughs> and it's just a slideshow of him like kissing and and getting close with people it's just, like so weird you know i mean it's like just don't touch people i think it's so weird when you touch people at work <laughs> I, yeah that's what i was gonna say is just like just don't fucking touch me <laughs> don't. like a handshake or a, boom, or a playful done. shove too much a playful shove to the ground you're, you're never gonna be you're never gonna be a governor adam with those shoves you do that's okay in adam's case just uh smash a bottle of red wine on the floor <laughs> <laughs> so people can slip on it it's like a, it's like a greeting you like bring a bottle of wine wherever you go and as you come in the door you're like hello it's smashing <laughs> on the floor we can smell it together <laughs> It's like, why do we keep inviting this guy to our things? <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm glad. I'm glad Cuomo's gone. He was like, the people just liked him because he was on the TV. You know, like I'm pretty sure I, I've talked about it before in one some of our earlier episodes. But when I was in selling to people in New York during like the the beginning of COVID, um, they'd all be like, you know, I didn't really like that Cuomo, but he's been on the television, and you know, by golly. He's just so cool. And then they had all that stupid Cuomo sexual stuff. And God, just like spit in those libs face for real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, liberals loved him because he was like, you know, he's standing up against Trump. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm a tough guy over here. Like Com- oh. common sense leadership. Yeah. It- yeah. Put a bunch of sick people in nursing homes and kill a ton of old people. That's real leadership. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, it's like you, they're still doing that investigation, right? That he like fudged the numbers about how yes. well they handled the pandemic and everything. So I, I think you're just gonna find out that he's just a scumbag, probably altogether. Yeah, and bringing I mean, on the power and using his power, abusing his power. Yeah, he's the classic East Coast lib. East Coast lib. Get rid of him. As opposed to the West Coast libs. <laughs> hey, so, some of the West Coast libs are pretty. Uh, well, they're not libs, I guess. Well, some I suppose of the, some of the Democrats out here are actually pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Pretty leftist. I, I, well, I mean, that's something, I guess. I suppose compared to like Midwest libs, where like I'm thinking of like they'll throw a stapler at you. <laughs> or <laughs> they'll get a little hot on the collar once in a while. I think it would have been sick if Amy Klobuchar was the VP instead of 
Kamala and she was just whipping up legislation by chucking binders and staplers <laughs> at all the other congressmen. What what did that come from? Did it come out that, like she does that to like her aides or something? Yes. Oh god. There was a story about her eating a salad with a comb too, which a was comb? really bizarre. Yeah, like her aide didn't bring her uh her, her aide they were at like an airport and her aide brought her a salad but no fork. And so she ate it with a comb and like screamed at her aide or something. Let me give our listeners a pro tip. You got if you don't have a fork, you just take that little lettuce and you roll it into a ball and then you keep rolling it like a little snowball and then you throw it in your mouth and you can eat like a third of your <laughs> salad that way. And then you just lick lick your fingers you with all the dressing on it. <laughs> yeah, you could actually uh dribble that dressing into your mouth after you've eaten your lettuce. <laughs> you know, to flush out all of the those nasty sulfurous greens. I'm just a Midwestern mom. (laughs) (laughs) I announced my candidacy for president in a blizzard. Oh, I didn't like her candidacy. I like her as a senator. I don't. She's just a classic neo-lib. Yeah, I guess. I mean, she's the same thing as like Pete Buttigieg or Joe Biden. You know, she would have been the worst president, but definitely wouldn't have changed anything. uh, Like it would have been. I don't think it would be any different than a Joe Biden presidency. Less funny. But yeah, Cuomo's out of here. I don't. Did you guys ever see that guy named like? He was like this gay guy on YouTube who did all those political. Um, he did a song for Andrew Cuomo. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, that's where he came like up Randy with like the, something. The Cuomo sexual thing, right? Yeah, he's like after the pandemic, I'm gonna identify as a Cuomo sexual or something like that. I don't remember, but he deleted his that YouTube video. It Thanks. had tons of views. <laughs> People love that. They did. And I don't understand. Like, do people just, I guess people just need something to like distract themselves with. Yeah. Jib, uh, jib jabs. This land is your land. Yeah. John Kerry versus. Oh, George Bush. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. I like that. That was funny. That was high comedy. <laughs> that was, dude. The sled is your land. The sled is mine. I got five. California. Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was good shit. <laughs> But, Back uh, when Arnold was governor of California. Good, good just, old Arnie. I had to get that in there. Bring him back. Newsome out, Arnold in. I think uh, he's trying to make a push to change the Constitution so he can run for president. You know, let it happen. Yeah, let the American honestly, people decide. Because like, like, it says you have to be a natural-born U.S. citizen in order to be president. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he was naturally born, and he's a U.S. citizen. Well, yeah, and then, like, people who, like, Mitt Romney was born in Mexico or whatever, and I think, like, John Kerry, or not John Kerry, uh, John McCain, he was born in, like, Panama, I think, and he was running for president. Yeah, he was in the Panama Canal territory or whatever that... Yeah. I think that one... Still owned at the time or something. Who There was that governor of Colorado that was running for president this last time around. Hickenlooper. Hickenlooper. He was born in, like... He was born in like Canada or like the UK or some shit. Wasn't Ted Cruz born in Canada? Yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking of. So, but John Hickenlooper was also born outside the United States. I think they get away with it because like their parents were Americans. Yeah, John McCain well, is, yeah. He never actually touched the ground of Panama. He's put in a Panama hat. Yeah, yeah. Powerful <laughs> people who are having children abroad. They just they like, don't let them touch the ground. Make sure their kids don't. That's... They they have a bag of American soil with them. Yeah. So they just put it down yeah, and they anoint them. Bird them right on there. You know, back in like Roman times, the Jews used to do that um, during um, Shabbos or whatever. They would get around it by filling like a wheelbarrow full of dirt at their home. And then they'd they'd sit in their wheelbarrow and have some goy troll them around. And then they could do uh, business because they didn't leave their home. Please, <laughs> Kevin. That's not their preferred nomenclature. It's uh, uncircumcised. Goys? Yeah, they prefer to be called goys. Yeah, they prefer. I'm a They goy. prefer to be called uncircumcised. Back in those ancient times, I thought goys were non-Jews. Yeah, uncircumcised. Aren't he's, I a goy? Aren't we all goys? Yes, we he's are fucking with yeah. you. We're he's having, fucking we're having with a good time. <laughs> Why is this? Like, we're having yeah. some good, some good laughs. Yeah, you got you got to get on Adam's humor level here, Kevin. I'm not. But. I'm sorry. That went over my head. No, That's you a pretty follow, good one. Just follow his Twitter for a little um, bit. They're uncircumcised Americans. Yeah, lots. <laughs> they're all goy. <clears throat> but yeah. Um, so what's anyway. gonna what's gonna happen to Chris Cuomo over at CNN? Are they gonna have to you know can him? I don't think so. 
I wouldn't mind. I hate Chris Cuomo. <laughs> hey, Kevin, let me ask you a question. Who do you yeah. like? Because um, all, all you say tonight is that I just hate this person. So who do you I like? like? I like uh, Dan Rather. What about? I like you guys. Eugene V. Debs. I like Bernie Sanders. I'm going to. I like Eugene Debs. During this whole point, I'm going to edit in cricket noises. <laughs> See, I, my passion comes from my hatred for certain types of pe- for certain people. I shouldn't say types of people. <laughs> for certain people like uh, libs. Well, we all live in a neoliberal hellhole, so you're just going to have to deal with it. I know. And nothing's ever going to change, and nothing is ever going to get better. This is actually That's the, the end of our podcast, This is actually folks. the pit of Sheol. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, technically, Andrew, Andy Cuomo here, he's still he's still in charge until tomorrow, right? It's the 14th. It takes, like, effect. Oh, that, that long ago that he resigned? I, he said like it was like a two week period after he resigned, so maybe it's next week that he. If yeah. if there's any so. consolation prize to all this, at least his mom can have both sons over for a big bowl of pasta. That's true. Sunday dinner. I think he resigned on last Thursday because I remember, or last Friday. So I think on the twentieth is when he's out. It's his last day. Because I remember seeing the news when I was walking through the airport, and I was in the airport last Friday. I just. When you said Sunday dinner, I just thought to myself how I have such a skewed and unfair, unfair stereotype picture of Italian families in my head because I like watch The Sopranos <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. Just like I'm sure their families are nothing like that, and that's just what comes to mind. Yeah, they don't sit I'm, there and bitch at each other. I'm sure. I'm sure that gets annoying for like. People who are like Italian, they're just like God. This like never-ending stereotype. Yeah, whenever I meet an Italian person, I ask them for their family's red sauce recipe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I guess I can't really say much because like uh, as Midwesterners, we kind of get like you know we're kind of like if the frozen Lutherans of the North, and we're just kind of bland, boring people. Yeah, they make fun of our accents. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, you tell somebody from Minnesota, they're like, oh, Minnesota. Nope. And then you and then you have to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I yeah. hate it so much. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that before. Ha ha ha. You guys actually sound like that in Fargo, huh? God. I'm getting, I'm getting out of hand now. I apologize. <laughs> You're making me remember so many horrible moments. I actually didn't go forward with a job because they made fun of me for being from Minnesota in the interview. And I was like, really? I was like, strike one. That's how they started off. The interview was making fun of me. And then, uh, and then they, when I, it was just another sales gig and I was talking about like corporate card stuff. And like, I'm like, so do you guys like, do I take people to games and lunches and blah, blah, blah. And they're, and they're like, Oh no, no, we don't do that. Like, we'll we'll take uh We'll we'll take people to lunch every now and then, and if if one of our suppliers gives us tickets, we'll take we'll take our customers to games. But like we're not going to like strip clubs with our customers or anything. And I'm just like, what? I didn't ask that. <laughs> like, why would I ever take somebody to a strip club that I'm trying to sell something to? Like, I understand that in like a you know probably 1980s type of salesman-y type of thing, but it's like it's it's 2020, bro, or it's 2019 at that point. It's like I'm not taking people to strip clubs. That's weird. What if they asked nicely? <laughs> I don't know. I knew a few sales guys that did it. And basically, they would just go, I can buy your drinks, but nothing else. But wouldn't that just be so awkward to be at a strip club with your customer? <laughs> I I don't know. I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a salesman. It would know. be really, really weird. <laughs> I can imagine. Like, hey, man, let's go get horny together. Will you buy more stuff from me? <laughs> if I make you really horny, will you buy stuff for, from me? Well, hell yeah. Let's will go. I, will I win that contract? Have I get you super horny, dude? Good, dude. Put me down for two extra whatever I was ordering last week. This will be a good time. Yeah, completely. It's just, I don't know. It's just stupid. And I could see a lot of like really bad stuff happening there too, where you get some like pit. Because first of all, if a customer wants, to take, wants you to take them to the strip club, they're a pig. And so then you're getting this pig pervert guy, like super drunk. And, you know, he's probably feeling like invincible because he's getting all this free stuff all night. 
like what's he gonna do you know he i could see that being bad i could see i i could see uh i could see an andrew cuomo moment coming out of that sure sure and then it's like hey you were there with him yeah <laughs> like it's, it's like not guilt guilt by association and then all of a sudden it's exactly. over exactly it's over. you're fired you know but yeah they that offended me i'm just like you know what I can understand if you're some schlub off the street that I was just talking to, but we're com- I'm coming in here, professional setting, and the first thing you do is make fun of my accent that I don't even have. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, I don't want to work for you freaks. Also, they were super obsessed. Like, it was a independently owned company, and they were obsessed with the owner. Like, they just kept, like, gushing about him. Like, and, cult like, level? Yeah, and like how he makes these great decisions and how, like, the next step is you get to meet the owner. Oh, like i don't care you're just some guy who owns some warehouses that's weird i wonder if <laughs> yeah. they have like a bunch of like propaganda and like his face on pa- pictures everywhere yeah it's like it's i'm creepy. the person who's selling stuff not him i'm the salesman he's just sitting in his chair paying me he's got money he's the money guy you're a cog in the machine all right exactly. let's get this straight you're nothing exactly you're nothing he's nothing but a wallet hey you're nothing I'm, I'm sorry. I was getting guy, kind of personal there. This guy, this guy, he's not important at all. He's just some old man who inherited his dad's business and he sits in an office and just pe- writes checks. A nephew of Nikolai Charchevsky. <laughs> but yeah, I think we need to spread more awareness of uh, people making fun of Minnesotan accents. I ain't taking it <laughs> anymore. We can do it to each other. We can do it to each other, but no one can do it to us. If you're not from Minnesota, you can't do yeah, it. Yeah, Kevin, you're not, your voice is nasally, so... It ain't Wisconsin-esque, so there is that. No, I don't even think... The only thing that I say weird or... You know, it's not weird. It's unique to me. Um, (laughs) The only thing that I I think my accent comes out on when I say bag or just the A-G sound, like agriculture, I say egg. People think I'm saying egg. Um, So like bag, bagel. And sometimes when I'm speaking fast, I'll go about or like about about, or whatever, you know, a boot. You're talking about. That's about it. In the boot, in the boot. It's starting to come out. I can hear it now, Kevin. You just been away from Minnesota too long, and now I can hear it. Now I can hear it. I know. Don't hide those beautiful O's. I know, <laughs> dude. When I one time I came back home and we were watching WCCO, and I'm just like, "Holy crap, these people sound <laughs> so weird." It's actually like <laughs> we do kind of talk like that. Like when I lived in California for a number of years. People would say, like, you have an accent. It's like, I don't have a fucking accent. Like, I don't. And then I came home. I was like, holy shit, we actually talk like this. (laughs) 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 It's okay. It's it's a spectrum. Yeah, it's not like. It's a spectrum. It's like the further north you get, the the heavier it is. Yeah, I think there's a distinct difference between southern Minnesota and northern Minnesota accents. Like, to me, a southern Minnesota accent's more like, hey, you guys want to come over and drink some Bush Light this weekend? Where, like, a northern Minnesota accent is, like, lowered voiced. You know, like, oh, for Pete's sake. Yeah, I I have to stay. Want to go to the lake and get some, get fucked up this weekend at the lake? The language of the Iron Range is just beautiful. It's music to my ears. (laughs) It's like English speaking, or it's like English speaking Scandinavian kind of thing. Like, instead of Unskudverkendagen, it's just like, Oh, don't you know? Like, you yeah, know, it's just kind of that's how it is. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Southern Minnesota is a lot more nasally. Yeah, I think that's a good way to yes. describe it. You know, I went to the shop down the street, and they're just charging me two hundred bucks for that. You're fucking me. <laughs> You're fucking me here. I don't really appreciate that. In Minnesota, we wouldn't actually literally say "You're fucking me." We would just be passive aggressive about it, and like, "Thank you very much. Thank right, you." Yeah. I think between friendly you know, farmers, I, I, I just don't do. think this. Oh, sorry, what? Between friendly farmers, they probably do talk like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I could ass. see someone saying that. Yeah. Or just like, you know, I don't really much appreciate the, the tone you're taking with me. <laughs> I, I've been a customer here for at least 10 years, and no one's been this mean to me. <laughs> Dude, the funniest thing I read on Facebook in a very long time, I follow Wagner's pool hall, and they just reopened, you know? And uh, they're just like, we have new people. So please don't get mad when someone doesn't remember your order. Like, we realize you've been coming here your entire life. But please don't get mad when someone remembers your order. And I just, like, felt so bad for the people who work there. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, I could totally see some dumbass coming in there going like, well, 
I order the special every fucking Saturday. You should know that. I've been coming here for 30 goddamn years. <laughs> like, I could totally see that. I get a double cheeseburger, fries, and a Mountain Dew. Okay? You should know that. I've been getting that every single goddamn weekend since I've been 10 years old. How do you not know that? <laughs> That's why I'm 400 pounds. Uh, seriously, it's just like, if you're a piece of shit to wait staff, Stop. Yeah. Seriously. Like your life needs to be reevaluated if you're a piece of shit like that. I know. It's stupid. There like I, I will take so much abuse from wait staff, it's not even funny because I just know their song their their jobs just suck. Like after being a bartender and retail and, and pizza delivery guy, like I know that job sucks. Yeah. And especially like the customers that like say things like, you know. I'll take my business elsewhere. Like, yes, you're. I had that Can when I went to the liquor store. I had a guy who came in every like two weeks to buy a bottle of Montezuma tequila, like really cheap and shitty tequila. And like we ran out and we didn't get any in for like a month. And he's just like, you know, I might have to take my business elsewhere. I'm like, okay, that <laughs> go ahead. That thirteen dollars every two weeks is really gonna squeeze us here. <laughs> you're, you're really gonna fuck us for 30 cents of profit every week from you yeah oh that's funny hey i recognize you i see you behind that counter you know what i buy and you don't have it on the shelf right now shame on you i'm taking my business elsewhere are the ones that came in and like made me go get them like a pack like a like a case of beer from the cooler they went go back and get it themselves they come in it's like they go to the counter slap their hand on the counter like i'd like some big golden Oh, God. <laughs> yes, sir. Right away, sir. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's, it's literally 20 feet away. Uh, gosh. I would do that. Like, I would go get it for them if they're, like, super old and, like, walking in all, like, crooked yeah, or whatever. Falling but, apart, basically. Yeah. But it's like, wh- where where are you from, dude? <laughs> like, see all these 10 other people in the store getting their own shit? Yeah. Go do that. I was at a quick trip the other day, and a lady called the store to have somebody come pump her gas for yeah her. i've had to do that really yeah it was usually people who were like disabled oh this one like super like hyper obese lady would have us do it too um but then she'd like walk in to pay for it which i thought was <laughs> kind of weird like what? <laughs> like i didn't have to swipe her card for her or anything like i just pumped her gas and she came in and paid for it <laughs> why not yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, the saddest thing I ever saw at a quick trip, uh, there's this, when I was in Wasika, my, my last stint with that place, um, there's this nursing home, like five blocks down the road. And this old dude comes in just like rotting away, you know, he was decomposing. That's how late in life he was. And he grabbed like our cart that was just for like stocking stuff, not, not even for shopping. And he's like pushing it around and he put like nine Arnold Palmers on it. And like almost fell over. And so I like helped him, checked them all out, begged everything for him. And then I saw he didn't have a car. He walked. He walked all the way from the nursing home to Quick Trip. And he was going to walk home with like nine cans of Arnold Palmer. It was absolutely insane. And so I'm just like, I just told everybody in the store, I'm like, hey, I got to give this guy a ride home. And I put him in my car and took him home. I'm just like... This guy was going to die of heat stroke on his way out. You know what I mean? Like, What a hero. There was no way he was able. He was going to be able to make it home. Just no way. And I'm just like, why did this nursing home just let him out like that? Maybe he snuck out. But good on you, Kev. Thanks. Yeah, it was just, it was pretty, I don't know. I'm just like, God, that must suck. Just being that forgotten about. Yeah. And that's why Andrew Cuomo sucks. Because he got (laughs) all those people in the nursing home sick. When that when yeah. I'm that old, I'm going to start riding the trains. Yeah. Yeah, ride. Andrew Cuomo would walk in, see that guy, and be like, I'm tired of this man bringing his Arnold Palmers in here every Sunday, and he'd go cough on him. <laughs> <laughs> You've been a problem, pal. Lights out. <coughs> Thank you for your votes in the past, sir. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> Uh, Adam, I'll ride the trains with you. Awesome. Dude, the trains down in your area, they are just beautiful, and they go pretty fast. Dude, I love trains. 
it's like a lot. Have you ever heard of slow TV? No, no. Oh, it's it was it's like it was made in Norway, and it's beautiful. One of them had like um, they like mount cameras on something, and one of them was like a train ride from like Oslo to like another city in Norway, and it was like six and a half hours long. You're just watching. I read some weird statistic that said, like, at one point, at least one third of the Norwegian population had tuned into that <laughs> at wow. one point during the program. It was like six and a half hours. So, like, nobody I don't think anybody watched it all the way through, but it was on Netflix sure. and I watched it in uh, stages and I got through the whole thing after a while. I have watched like some of these uh, cyclists in New York just ride through the city, just like maneuvering through kind of rough traffic or rush hour traffic i've thought about doing that for of course on my normal bike ride i'm pretty much going one or two different ways so there's not a lot of variation i like i like watching stuff like that like or like the train thing or like sometimes there's like a they have like a, a a camera in like jackson hole wyoming like in their town square mm-hmm. just live streaming the entire time sometimes i'll tune into that you know, see what's going on and just kind of slow down a little bit, you know? Yeah. Just those are fun. Take it all in. Yep. Yeah. The, I think the last time I did that <laughs> was in a Hollister, you know, just just a picture of the beach. Oh yeah, they're they're looking at the yeah, I've seen that. Do you guys remember the um it was on 4chan? It was like the security no. cameras in in New York City. And there was one that like <laughs> it was pointed at a card stand that was in a bodega. That was like half in the store, half on the sidewalk. And they had this joke that someone would have to come by and tear down the card stand. It was the stupidest shit, but it was so funny. <laughs> you could just sit there and watch the live stream of this card stand and then people would come <laughs> like very daring individuals would come by and just rip it down. And then, you know, then they'd go home and be like, I did it at this time. <laughs> <laughs> One of the very few innocent things on that website. Well, should we move on from Andrew Cuomo or should we keep talking about him? I know we only talked about him for like two minutes. Well, I, I think it's kind of interesting that now they're going to have their first female governor. It's kind of crazy that it's been that long, like for New York. I know. You know, I I have like, no nothing to back this up, but I feel like the only female governors that have been Democrat, like I feel like there have been more conservative female governors mm-hmm. than liberal. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, or Democratic, I feel like Michigan is the only state that comes to mind that has had Democratic female governors, and they've had two, I believe. Yeah, that's a good point. It's bizarre. Didn't Hawaii have a female governor? I, I don't oh, know. Oh, well, I actually, Oregon had one, too, and she was actually the first bisexual female or governor as well. Maybe I just probably don't know enough. Yeah, I don't know enough. I, I think the conservative ones are just like more out there and like in everyone's faces and saying crazy stuff, so they're probably just the people you hear about more. Yeah, that's very true. I think we should have more women as leaders. And I say that because like I, I once heard a quote from somebody who said like women should be in charge now because men have been in charge up to this point and look how that's gotten us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe it's time for women to just take charge. We don't know what the hell we're doing. Yeah, I agree. For a while at the liquor store we had girl boss power and it was pretty nice. They were they were all moms, so Well yeah, I mean the bet the best boss I've ever had to date. It was a woman. All the best from bosses are moms. She was a mom, but her kid was younger than me. So they always have endless patience. Me that way. Endless patience. I think that's why they're successful. Yeah. Or why they're good bosses. Just unflappable. Yeah. Well, and I think I feel like a lot of women have to work to get to that position where men just kind of get handed those positions. Mm-hmm. Very true. But yeah, I guess I've only had like out of all. Actually, I've had I've had three female bosses. Two at Quick Trip and then one at the last place I worked at. But uh. Did you guys want to talk about that uh, Elon Musk's uh, space advertising? You mean the near future dystopia, near yeah. future sci or sci-fi dystopia that is going to be coming soon? Yeah, I will be honest. When I first heard about this, I thought it was literally going to be like a big thing that like you could see. But when you start to think about it, it's kind of like actually that would be really huge. Like that'd be a huge undertaking to actually build something, a satellite big enough or a screen big enough in space that you could see it. Yeah. Um, well, I kind of thought like it would be like a, like some kind of weird, I don't know. It's like a light show or something that they'd be able to like shoot between like satellites that are close to, to each other. Yeah. I'd be fucking kinda, pissed. Know. 
Yeah. Yeah, that would be so annoying. Um, I'm already pissed enough. I can't even see the stars half the time. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, it's going to be this uh, tiny little thing that they want to use for like streaming. The screen, it's uh, okay. The type of craft, it's measuring only about four inches by four. It's four inch cube. Uh, and then rather than being visible from the ground, the ads will be photographed using a high tech selfie stick and live stream to YouTube or Twitch. And, and so like, it's just for fun. Like they, they want to make it for fun where you use your Dogecoin to pay this company and then they will put a picture of like something stupid on there, whatever you ask them to do. And then you can see it on. So you can be like, happy birthday, Sam, you know, and I could tell you to go watch it, the live stream. That's kind of what I think it is. Um, so it's just kind of gimmicky, like little fun shit to do, you know. But yeah, I, I think they're being the company that so SpaceX is putting the billboard out there, but it's some Canadian company that's uh, paying SpaceX to do it. It's just like, I don't it's need. Called, do we need more advertisement? Do we need to find start, new places to put advertisement? The only place you should look for good advertisements or labels is at the liquor store, I think. Design and advertising is the only thing left in America that actually makes money. Sierra Nevada, Sierra Nevada, they have this beautiful mountain in the background. And it's just, I feel so serene as I drink this. That's all the ad I need. You know, I'm just like, life's pretty dang good. Yes, yeah, exactly. Marketing and design. Like, how many beers have you purchased just because the can looked cool? I'm guilty of it. Marketing of is propaganda. Well, yeah, and that's all we have left in this country. It's propaganda? Yeah, I mean, like, look at your <laughs> iPhone. Look at your iPhone. It says, designed in California, made in China. Yeah. You know, so it's like marketing and design is, like, and advertising. That is that is all the industry that's left in the United States. Well, all that could be outsourced pretty quickly, I too. need is... The good word of Big Steve to tell me of a good <laughs> beer to drink, and then I drink it. Yeah. Then, then we look for like artists that could do a design for our podcast, and he was in Bangladesh or something. Instead, Kevin. Yeah. No, Kevin designed it. I know we have I, a new logo. We were looking. We should for probably it. talk about the new logo. Kevin, what was going through your mind <laughs> when you designed our logo? When I had that prolific thought, it actually. Um, was, I, I was looking at it today. I was like, damn it, it is actually quite nice. It is appealing. It's got sex appeal. Were, were you thinking of Elon Musk? <laughs> yeah, I was like, how can I be like Daddy Elon? <laughs> but no, uh, the last thing I want to say about this billboard in space that I think is super cheesy. So the company is called Startup Geometric Energy Corp. Boring. Um, but yeah, but this is what this is what uh, their uh, like big like thought and moral or whatever behind it is is. Um, this is what the CEO said. I'm trying to achieve something that can democratize access to space and allow for decentralized participation. Like you still have to have money in order to do it. Well, yeah. And it's like, Oh, I'm bringing space to the common man. It's like, no, you're not like, we're not going to space. We're sending words to your stupid cube. And like, this is what he ended it with. He goes, hopefully people don't waste money on something inappropriate, insulting or offensive. It's like, that's exactly what you know what's gonna, gonna happen yeah. 4chan is gonna take control <laughs> like how dense dude how dense are you like of course they're gonna do that shit that's that's what the internet is they're just gonna sell penis pills in space there we go yeah i mean i guess if they i could see people being pretty tame if they like force you to put your name behind it or something but if it's completely anonymous like that thing's gonna be filled with like slurs and inappropriate stuff and just dumb crap you know that's exactly what's gonna happen i mean <laughs> you know it already like, yeah oh uh, uh, what i was gonna say uh talking about giving people like regular people access to space or whatever when when uh, the billionaires went space and they were like doing that space race everybody was just like freaking out thinking like this is the future like like we're gonna have commercialized space flights and you know like this is gonna be an opportunity like everyday people can go to space right that's i heard that a lot yeah talking in the future well virgin galactic to get a ticket so far they're setting the ticket price right now at four hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> so average people line up get your ticket you're going to space bud no it's just yeah. gonna be another fucking like a yacht club for the rich people you know yeah they're gonna that's have all it's gonna be freaking rocket ships now they already have their g6 or whatever and now they're gonna get rocket ships yeah it's pretty <laughs> pathetic <laughs> I hate 
I hate the propaganda in this country about like how we have this new and exciting thing that is only going to be accessible to people with like wealth. If we make it so it seems and everybody, everyday people are going to be involved in it and they're not. Yeah, no, not at all. We do that with everything in this country, literally everything like home ownership and you know, dumb shit like that. Like it's going to be accessible to everybody, but it's only accessible to rich people. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I'm sorry. Now I'm triggered. I triggered myself. <laughs> no, I, uh, I I hear you. Yeah, it's it's stupid. Like anyone who got really excited about that, it's like chill, bro. Like it's one thing to get excited about like NASA sending people to the moon or whatever. Like that's actually cool. But yeah, like I, didn't they didn't NASA like reclassify what it means to be an astronaut so that all those billionaires weren't actually considered astronauts because they didn't go far enough. I don't know maybe i heard that 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 had happened because they didn't actually like did they actually like leave earth's atmosphere or did they just get like really close to the edge they got really close to the edge yeah so i i like that's just it's like they didn't even go to space i don't know i i I don't like them they just built big big modeled penises and wrote them into the sky (laughs) yeah they didn't go as far as comrade yuri Mm -mm. so i was just thinking about Um, him i was like he's he's the only (laughs) cosmonaut i recognize yeah all others <laughs> are false prophets <laughs> we never went to the bone people um yuri gagarian for those who who don't know comrade cosmonaut yeah he was a er, they were communists too so how about that private sector <laughs> yeah but yeah did you guys want to talk about the taliban What's there to talk about the the situation in Afghanistan as of right now? And by the time we post this, this is probably even worse. Yeah, <laughs> is rapidly disintegrating. I, you know, the thing I will say about this is I listened to the press conference. Was it yesterday? I think I believe it was yesterday or the day before, where they announced that they were going to send that task force, that joint Marine and Army task force of like three thousand people. Yeah, to start evacuating people. They cannot say that they're evacuating or like backing down or like they are just dancing around of what's happening. Yes. Like they, they can't like politically say it. And I was like, and the whole time I was listening to, I was on my lunch break. I was listening to it. And I was just like, bro, just say it. Just, just say we're getting the fuck out of here. Like the situation's out of control. We're out. We're done. Yeah, and I thought it was crazy the amount of embassies that are actually in Afghanistan because, mm-hmm. like, I started to see, like, Norway is getting their troops out, Britain. I mean, okay, the United States and Britain made sense to me, but, like, Germany had an embassy there. Norway has an embassy there, probably countless other nations. And that just kind of surprised me that so many people were trying to, you know, establish diplomatic ties there. I mean, I, I guess just at the request of the U.S., most likely, but it, it's it's just nuts. And... I think it's I see I've seen uh, Mitt Romney. I think it was last night tweeted out saying like we can't abandon the people of Afghanistan and blah blah blah. And it's just like, what's our, your suggestion then? We just keep doing this. That's the thing that gets me is because like a lot of people I, I I see or like or hear from are upset about what's going on. And I'm like, what 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 is the alternative that we exactly what you said? Do, do we just never leave? Yeah. Do we just fight a hundred year counterinsurgency war? What what does that do? Like what? What does that yeah. do? Like if if anything, it makes the situation worse because then you just have the Taliban continuously fighting, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. And it just that I mean, it just create it just radicalizes more people in the end, anyways. Unless you're actually out there yes. like actively making people's lives better and like building infrastructure and like you know kind of doing things of that nature, then you're you're not going to do much. You can't bomb people. To, to, to eat. You can't bomb your way out of the situation. You can't. Yeah. It just makes it worse. And, and I think that, well, I think the Taliban has been like, I, I, my opinion on the Taliban is similar to that of like the government of Iran, where like everyone thinks that they're these evil people or whatever, or like North Korea, I guess would probably be a better example. Like North Korea, bad people, whatever, but they're still a legitimate government and they're not going to do something that would end themselves. You know what I mean? Like the North Korean nuclear program, that's all just posturing so that we keep sending them aid and stuff like that. And we don't we don't invade them where like the Taliban have diplomats and they send envoys out to meet other countries and other leaders, uh, other nations, leaders and stuff like that. Like they are playing in the international political realm. 
And so the only reason why like the US media or like in public opinion of them is so like, oh, they're just stupid or they're just terrorists, bad people, blah, blah, blah. It's just because the West doesn't recognize their government. And that's really all it is. Like there are so many shitty governments that we like, including our own, and and we recognize <laughs> them as legitimate <laughs> and they're real or whatever. But the Taliban is just as real as the United States government. And I, I shouldn't say that. I guess they were just as real and they're going to become just as real once more. Um, once they take over the rest of Afghanistan. I think it's just going to be a step further because I think even like pre-9-11, I think the Taliban wasn't an officially recognized like governing force or internationally recognized. Yeah. But I think that is now changing, which will leave open to like actual diplomatic ties or like you can have like diplomacy with an actual recognized government. The Tal- yeah. Like, let's get this straight. Like the Taliban sucks. Yes. Like they're religious extremists. They do f- fucking terrible things to um, women. To uh, I-, I think most most Taliban are I think are like ethnically Pashtun. So I think there might be some ethnic tensions because there's a ton of ethnic groups in Afghanistan. So I'm assuming that could play a yeah. role into it. Like you know, the Taliban is not without sin, obviously. But I feel like if you have if they're if they're rec- like a recognized government, which they've already gained legitimacy in the previous administration, ones that did it, the Trump administration is yes. the one that legitimized them by you know having peace talks with them. But like, it leave now you at least have a door open where you can you know have a diplomatic mission there and maybe get reformed that way. If you have like trading partners or something of that nature, it can open the door for reform down the future. Yes. Maybe a lot easier than, say, like, bombing the fuck out of them all the time. Yes. Well, I could easily see them becoming a state just like Iran or Saudi Arabia very easily. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, no, it's just a difference. You, you were right, because like you say, like, the U.S. has supported countless dictators in the past anyways. Like, think of all the Latin American dictators that we supported that were brutal to the people. South Korean dictatorship from, like, the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Uh, In South Vietnam, there was an anti-communist dictatorship that that we supported. The Shah of Iran. Like, the list goes on. Like, so, like, you can't say, like, we can't, like, we can't have diplomatic ties with, uh, you know, governments that are are evil when we do it all the time. Yes. And when we can't even provide for our own people. Like, the West has no place telling people, like, legitimizing governments at all. Like the West has no place whatsoever. And I think what's going to happen with Afghanistan and the Taliban is the global South, which, you know, you have China and Brazil and India and Russia, I think are all going to have normal ties with this country. Maybe not India, but they're going to have normal ties with this country. And then they're just going to reap the rewards of having a normal relationship with this with this country and this government. And. I'm sure China will be in there investing the crap out of their energy sector. I think they already are. Isn't China like already meeting with Taliban leaders? Yeah, exactly. So it's like that's the difference between Chinese foreign policy and U.S. foreign policies. U.S. foreign policy requires good governance. But define good governance. That's good governance on Western terms. And that's not good for everybody. Like I, I really think what's hindered democracy and a first world Muslim state is the West. The West has completely hindered that. And I think, I think a proper democratic Islamist state would be better than the United States. And I think we, we could have seen that in Iran where they're trying to nationalize their oil and be commies. And then the West went and fucked it all up. Oh yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like Iran probably would have been the first, you know, state you're talking about, except they elected a communist. Mm-hmm. And so we overthrew, like us, the British, and whoever and else, Kermit Roosevelt, and mm-hmm. installed the Shah or reinstalled the Shah. Yes. So I mean, another thing too is people talk about like, well, we can't like have diplomatic ties because like we were at war with these people. It's like, well, we have trading relationship with Germany, Japan, South, or like Korea, um, Vietnam is of all places. Like it, people in Vietnam, like weirdly love the united states like yeah it's got it always kind of surprises me like how popular the united states is in vietnam but i think that's just because we're anti-china right i i think it's because we um 
like back right after the Vietnam War, uh, we I think we focused on the economies of like Taiwan and uh, the Philippines and Japan and Korea. And they're like the four Asian tigers or something like that. And once we included Vietnam in on that and they saw all this like economic prosperity from being involved, like we basically took the shackles off of them, essentially, the, like all the uh, sanctions and whatnot. And so they see a lot of American investment, like Nike going in there and blah, blah, blah. And then so they like America. I wonder if what would happen in Cuba if we like got rid of our embargo. Dude, they still drive American cars down there from the like the 50s. I know. It's sweet. They, they can't. <laughs> I love that because they can't get like parts for like, yeah. um, to, for like new cars and stuff. So they, they keep fixing up these old ones. It's sweet. Dude, I would love to go visit Cuba sometime. Go down to Havana. I would too. It would be sweet. Hopefully we can get some good relations there sometime. Yeah. Oh, wait. Never See, mind. Yeah. They're, they're communists. Can't have relations with communists. Unless it's China. Um, <laughs> China. But And Vietnam. But yeah, I mean, I think that's just the problem we're facing right now. It's just like the Western-centric view. And, and that's kind of the problem with being the, you know, the global superpower. And I wonder if that will change when you know, China's economy finally surpasses ours um, or even India's, you know, I wonder if that Western centric idea will kind of go away and maybe open the United States up to more schools of thought, or if we will just become more isolationist. I don't know. Probably everything usually goes in full circle, doesn't it? Yeah. I guess if we're not in charge of the whole world. What's the point of globalization? That'll be God. I could see that as like our ultimate downfall. Like we like, China, which eventually will happen, China will surpass us and, you know, economically in a lot of different ways. But like we'll get so we'll get so butthurt about it. Like we'll just cut ourselves off from everybody. We'll just be completely reactionary about it and be like, you know what? If we can't be number one, then we don't want anything to do with you people. I'm going to my room (laughs) and just I could see that. And then we just fuck ourselves over. And then we have another huge Great Depression. Yeah. I mean, there needs to be the. the only time there's been a peaceful transition of power has been when the, the UK uh, transitioned global dominance to the United States. And so that's kind of the worry with China is when they become the superpower, like, are we going to be peaceful about it? And I don't think we are. And that's why I think we, we're like getting involved with Japan even heavier, like in our uh, intelligence community. We're including Japan in there more heavily so that we can have this like Pacific hegemony. But like, it's just, I don't know. It's a mistake, in my opinion. It's a mistake, and and that is one thing I think in the in the in the Obama administration, he in his pivot to the Pacific, you know, that was part of it was to strengthen ties with Korea and Japan and Taiwan and blah blah blah. But he also wanted more uh, back and forth cultural exchange with China, and I think that's a good thing. He wanted to increase the number of students. Uh, of international students from China that we would allow into our country and vice versa. And I think that's a very good thing. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure like Xi Jinping was educated in, in Sweden, I think in a Western country, you know? So like these people, these leaders understand the West. And I think it makes it a perfect time for us to bridge that gap and not view them as some, some enemy or some villain of the world. You know, it's like, they're our neighbors. We rely on each other. The whole globe relies on each other. If we, if we understood that and we made stronger international and diplomatic ties, we could do so much more for the people of the globe. But instead we're scared of them. And then the corporations reap the benefits. You're not thinking like a capitalist. (laughs) I'm so scared of China, even though 90% of what's in my households comes from there. It is really bizarre. The whole school, I mean, scared conservative thought is just. How could you hate the people who made your bed? That's what I want to ask you, America. My bed was made in Sweden. Mine was actually made in Vietnam. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Those nightstands gave you shit for? Made in Vietnam. All those baby clothes you wrap your cutie pie in? Made in China. Yeah, probably. How could you hate the, how could you hate the country that keeps your child warm at night? That's, (laughs) my blanket was knitted by my grandma. I ha- like going back to that Afghanistan thing. I feel like one of two things is going to happen. It's like either we're just going to bail completely or we're just going to get sucked back in and have to like send more troops. Yeah, I was kind of wondering that because like of all the Republican hawkishness right now, you know, it's like if the Republicans take back the government, 
the presidency like are they gonna send us back there what would it be worth like why though because like you would have to like the taliban has been taking these cities i I believe with like relative ease because there's no u.s some of them have just completely handed over power without like even putting up a fight they don't want to fight because like because since all u.s troops are gone and coalition troops are gone they don't want to but like we would have to fight for every city again yeah do we really want to fucking do that i say no yeah i think they're just going to use it as like a look what the democrats did they pussied out and left afghanistan it was trump's plan (laughs) <laughs> but yeah I, I mean i hope that backfires on them because i i do think i mean a lot of the republicans agreed with trump when he was saying let's get out of afghanistan like hey let's not go into war again with syria like let's not you know be active in afghanistan like you know we, we shouldn't be in these wars they're a mistake and i i think that for the most part it's true i mean it was i i think it was really just a ploy to get the, the, the boeing and raytheon and all those big boys get them all a bunch of money those are the only winners in this whole thing or the, ben, you know it's ben, it's just ben, frustrating ben laden was killed in 2011 yeah what were we still doing there after that yeah 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 and he was in <laughs> pakistan the entire time so like a mile away from Pac- pakistani harvard or no, uh, so, West Point. Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, think of think of everything we sacrificed as a country because of that war. Like lives lost, money, investment in our own communities. Like, ha- I bet you a big reason why all these fucking idiot Trumpers are so psycho is because we didn't have any money to teach people. We didn't have any money to give people a good life because we were busy giving it to all these huge corporations that profit off of death. It's just. It's saddening and sick. And so like the next time someone thinks, oh, the Taliban is just a bunch of barbarian goons. Think about your own government and what we did. (laughs) Okay, I guess we're not barbaric because we learned how to make a corporation of war. You know, we learned how to market war. You know, it's like so just frustrating and stupid. The U.S. government invaded Iraq under false pretenses and flat out lies. Yes. We created a destabilized state in which another terrorist organization grew out of, which was worse than the last one. Yeah. So we could keep feeding the machine because there's no <laughs> legitimate power for us to go after. Feed me. <laughs> yeah. Were they spending I mean, like a m- billion dollars a day in Afghanistan? Wasn't that like, I don't think it's a day. It's not a day. It's like, there was like a couple billion a month. Ten billion a yeah, month, I think okay. it was. Well, now you know why you don't have free health care. Well, so that's well, we nice. put these. <laughs> we put the wars on the credit card. That's what Bernie always says. We put these wars on the credit card. Yeah. So this article from 2019 says that America has spent 6.4 trillion on wars in the Middle East and Asia since 2001, and that includes interest. <gasps> I remember. So we're still going to be paying for these wars. Did, when that when that article came out, didn't. Didn't Bernie like share that on social media and say, how are you going to pay for that? Yeah. (laughs) I got him. (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's his famous line. Like when it comes to war, no one questions it. No one asks, how are you going to pay for that? Nothing whips up people in a frenzy like a good war. That's what history has showed us. Well, you know, and I think I think the American people, as much as they didn't really think about the war, you know, I, I do think we're fatigued by it as a country. Like, I think people do realize, like, we got to be out of that. And they realize that something's... And and I think the only reason is because they see that our country is crumbling away. You know? Yeah, very true. So, like, I think just basically what what we did to them, the resources we did, the resources we used to destroy their countries uh, cost us our own. And, And I hope that we can come back from it. They do call Afghanistan the graveyard of empires. Yeah, it's I things are kind of I don't know things are getting kind of weird out there. I think I, I think we're Uncle Sam in his bed. The Soviet Union collapsed not too long after they left Afghanistan. I yeah. think the American two economy years, is in a worse spot right now after, than it was pre-COVID. Well, it's it, the K-shaped recovery. Remember, I think yeah. a lot of people are still hurt. They laid a lot of people off and people are like put behind. And I don't think it's going to take like people were just getting uh, just recovering from the 2008, 2009 financial crisis going into COVID. Yeah. Now they got wiped out again, even worse this time. A lot of them. Yeah. Like 
We're living in a time that I think, as somebody who likes reading about like Soviet history, is kind of similar to that 70s and 80s time frame where like it was just bizarro land. Where like everybody had this weird feeling that something was wrong and something was off, but they just kind of like went about their business. Like everybody knew something was wrong, but they didn't know what. And that's exactly how I feel as an American. It's just like, I know something is wrong. I just don't know what it is. I know. I Dude, I had that same feeling when I was in Denver. So on sat- last Saturday, I'm in downtown Denver and it is bustling. People are out drinking, doing their thing, whatever. But there's just this thick smog everywhere and this eerie like the sun shining through turning everything orange you know just like really eerie feeling and it's like is this the end (laughs) like are we just gonna drink until the end you know like are we just gonna go about our lives until it's all over because we don't know what else to do and that makes complete sense to me (laughs) We, we have like as individuals we have no power over what's happening right now and you can either sit there and worry yourself to death about it or you can go out and have a drink and pretend everything's fine like, what are you gonna do well look at what's what, what are most people going to do yeah well shit my beer's half empty but i i have heard more than one person say that we are uh we're we're like mimicking 1980s russia i mean there there has to be something like it is weird like yeah. like i think we just over the last eight or i should say five years now we've proven under two different administrations that the president doesn't even need to be a coherent person. Like the president <laughs> just needs to be there and the bureaucracy will work itself out. But what does that well, mean? I mean when they, that person they, doesn't have a hand to play in what the bureaucracy does. That's really an interesting, interesting point because like you just have a figurehead that just proves that like, you know, it, they don't do anything. Yeah. It's the well, same thing with like Congress. They don't do anything. Yeah, are we ever going to have like a uh, a strong president again that that people look to as like an actual leader and someone who who with their own hand changed the course of American history? Are we ever going to have that type of president again? I don't think we We're are. We're in the Andropov stage. What does that mean? I think he was one of the Soviet leaders that you know was in office for oh, like four not months. Not very long. Yeah, like they they had three period. that just you know kicked kicked it. Kicked it, kicked the bucket like they it's were all hot. old, and that's when Gorbachev took up over afterwards. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's why we had Obama. That was our Gorbachev, and I, <laughs> Trump was our Yeltsin. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, <laughs> he did he attack just, the capital. He was a goober. <laughs> Didn't Yeltsin fire tanks at the Russian parliament or something? I, I think he just like staged them there, okay. like because the army army like. Uh, sided with Yeltsin. So Trump is better than Yeltsin then. He actually succeeded in attacking our uh, Congress. But that's another wild thing. Like, look, look at that. Look what happened. Like, to me, it just seems like, you know, our government is just is bought and paid for. Yeah. And we just writes legislation for like their wealthy donors. But that's just the thing. It's just like they don't like they don't do anything for anybody else. Like they don't do anything for us. And it's fine. Right. Like we have government that just doesn't do anything. Like maybe local government does stuff for us. But like at the federal level, like what do they do? Yeah. Or like, yeah, I I think governments are highly ineffective and inefficient at doing anything other than sucking money from us. Because like like think about like Russia or it's Russia, sorry, Florida right now, or Texas, like, we're going to have dead children on our hands. We already do because of COVID. Ron DeSantis is a child murderer, and so is Governor Abbott. They are killing children by not being smart about COVID. And it's disgusting. And it, it, I think it's, it's disgusting. It's literally just to appease, like, this very fraction of, a like, a loud section of, like, because most Americans overall... See, wear fucking masks in classrooms. Wear them in schools. Like, yes. you know, there are four mask mandates. They should just have, we have learning. They are holding those Republicans yeah. basically hostage and turning them into fucking psychopaths, basically. Like, yeah. what's the next? Like, if. Yeah. How, how? How? How does that happen? Okay, leftists, why don't you start doing uh, that with Democrats? Participation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like we no, were talking it, about like government's so inefficient. People don't even vote. They don't think it matters. Like my vote doesn't matter. Nothing changes. Yeah, and like 
so like why do you, like why why do people want to participate in their in democracy if like if nothing has changed for the past like how many decades yeah i mean he might be thinking of nixon <laughs> as the last person to suggest universal health care <sighs> didn't, didn't bill clinton want to do it you know it's like a I jimmy carter thing all i know is apparently nixon asked for it and he's told it's a bad idea by everybody but like jimmy jimmy carter was like the last i, I would say like left-leaning president we've ever had legitimately yeah. the man still builds homes for people in his 90s so mm-hmm. we had that as a president people and you laughed at him Think about that now. <laughs> yeah, you voted for Ronald Take Reagan. Take it easy on me. I was in the malaise. <laughs> and what? then George Bush Sr. You know, th- those are just four years where the CIA was president. Ooh. I thought he was the, was, I thought he was the head of the FBI. No, CIA. No, CIA. It was the CIA? Okay. Uh, the only thing I'm looking forward to right now in terms of politics is like maybe Bernie's plan for the infrastructure bill that they want to pass um, as a budget reconciliation or whatever. But I don't think it's going to happen. But it, doesn't this uh, this this uh, budget bill that they just this cheap um, infrastructure bill they just pushed through like have like universal uh, kindergarten or something like that? I know it's like roads, bridges, and waterways. And I thought internet. I thought it that was through the budget the budget reconciliation thing. Okay, not probably. The infrastructure bill. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was free. It was it was free K through twelve, and then two years of college how much do you want to bet that this infrastructure bill is going to be loaded with kickbacks for donors like construction donors or something like that i don't want i know i'd lose that bet if i bet against it <laughs> i'm just saying man oh they needed uh to help out uh there's we needed to give israel another hundred million dollars for their iron dome yeah we're building roads in israel but not in palestine we're gonna, we're gonna build the wall in israel yeah, <laughs> we're gonna build Israel's wall. Yeah, but let's wrap it up. Yeah, well, that was a very good episode. I'm glad we got together here after a couple of weeks. There is a new design coming out. You'll probably notice it on this episode. Uh, it's you know let's let's just let them be surprised by it. I guess they would have seen it if they follow us on Twitter, right? Correct. Yeah, they. Yeah, I've been we've been posting. Yeah, so if, if you want a sneak peek. You got to go to our Twitter at Let's Explore This Pod. Isn't it going to post with this episode, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, they're, not, they're not hearing you before the episode's released, Kevin. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's true. I think I'm going to make a Lonely Island tweet. If you All right. want a sneak peek. I don't know. All right, everybody. Well, follow us at Let's Explore This Pod. Send us some emails at Let's Explore This Pod at gmail.com. We want to hear from our fans. Uh, we appreciate you listening and uh, take care, everybody. Don't at me.